Welcome back, everyone. Last time we talked a lot about the circular light and direct light or straight light, and we talked a little bit about returning light, and today we're going to continue that conversation. So reading from the Ari in a new chapter, chapter 2 of part 2. So now we'll explain the second aspect that we have in the Ten Sfirot. So before we were talking about circular light, now we're talking about the direct light or straight light. In the, through a picture of these three lines, that are built into this image of the higher man. What does that mean? Through the line that we've been talking about, that goes from above to below, meaning from the endless light to everything that is emanated. That from there come the circles, from there spread out the circles. So just like that line of light that comes from the endless down, and creates all of the circular vessels. We also have it spreading out in a more direct way, in like a line, from above to below. From the top of the ceiling, the word gag means ceiling, of the highest circle, until below the lowest point of all of the circles. From above to below, made up of ten different sfirot, ten, ten levels. In the secret of the image of a man standing upright, including all of the 248 uh, segments, segments of the body. That are drawn through this drawing of the right, left, and center. Which is also made up of ten sfirot. And each one of those levels, each one of the ten sfirot, is split into another ten sfirot, and then split into another ten sfirot with no end. Okay. Now we're going to go to Rav Ashlag for an explanation. The Keter of any given world or level or Sphira is called the ceiling or the Gag of that world or Sphira. And the Malchut of any world or Sphira is called the ground of that world or Sphira. So this highest circle that the Ari talked about, where the light originates, is Keter. And the ceiling of this Keter is the Keter of the ten levels that are within this upper circle called Keter. So it's the Keter of Keter. That's the ceiling that we're talking about. So what is when the Ari used the word tselem, image, what did he mean? The clothing, 
or what the lights, the lights called mukhin, what they dress themselves up in. Mechonim b'shem tselem. The term we use is tselem, image. Milshon tsel, from the word shade, meaning what? Or shadow. Ve'arad yosher haklula, megim al-asfirot, harishonot. And the shining, the light, that comes from the first sfirot, that's made up of the first three sfirot, Keter Chochman Bina, Mechula B'Shem Adam, is called Adam, person. Mitam Shemekabel Gar Belevushim Detzelem, Vu Inyan Aroch She'en Kan Mekomo. So Ravashlag gives us a little hint here, but he says that he will, we're going to go into detail later. But for right now, all you need to know is that the mochin, when they're dressed in their levushin, when, when the light has, is dressed in its clothing, we call it Adam, that's dressed in the clothing of Tselem, the image or the shadow. Harosh de kol So now we're talking about what does it mean that the, all of these levels are in the image of an upright man. Do we mean physically in the image of an upright man? Of course not. So what does it mean? The head of every sphira or level or system. So whenever we're talking about the image of a person, the head is always the first three sphirot, Keter, Chochma, and Bina. וזיין הספירות התחתונות, חסד, גבורה, תפרת, נצח, חוד, יסוד ומלכות, שבכל ספירה הוא פרצוף. And the last seven ספירות, חסד, through מלכות, of any ספירה or system, נבחנות לבחינת גוף של אותו ספירה הפרצוף. That is what we call the body. So any system, any ספירה, if we say ראש, head, we're talking about the first three ספירות, קטר, חוכמה, אין בינה. And if we say גוף, body, we're talking about חסד, through מלכות. So when they work the way that they're supposed to work, meaning what? That the light of Gal, the light that's meant for the first three sefirot, Keter Chochman Bina, is in the vessels of Keter Chochman Bina. And the light of Chesed through Malchut is in the vessels of Chesed through Malchut. That's when we call the system that it's upright. So what does it mean that it's upright? Meaning that all of the lights that are that have, so the light of Ketel is in the vessel of Ketel. The light of Chochmah is in the vessel of Chochmah, and so on. Ve'im omnam orot de'guf, nimtsa'im be'kelim de'gal. But if the light of the guf, of the body, chesed malchut, is in the kelim, in the vessels of the top three, Ketel Chochmah and Binah, and not, and the vessels and lights are not connected the way that they're supposed to be. Then that system is called is considered that it's not upright. Why? Because the head is not more important than the body. Meaning what? means that the head has the light 
the lights that are supposed to go to the body, spiritually, not physically. And therefore, everything has to compress so that all the vessels can have their light, and therefore it's not upright. Perush. So what did the Ari mean by the 248 segments of the body? Ramach HaBchinot Shil Chesed is talking about 248 aspects of Chesed, of kindness. Yesh Bepotzufa Elyon that there are in this upper system that from there we have 248 segments of the body. So all we need to know for right now is that there are 248 parts of the body that the Ali was referring to and those parts of the body correspond to 248 aspects of chesed in the upper realm. Back to the Ali. So now we're talking about us down here, not in the upper worlds. That there's in every person five types of light. Nefesh, Wach, Neshama, Chaya, Yechida. These are also the names of the five parts of the soul. Then, Heimaalot, Zulamalamizu. And these are five levels, one on, one above the other. So and there's a prayer that we say every Rosh Chodesh, every the first of every month, called Balkinafshi. And if you look at that prayer, it says, Balkinafshi, blessed will be my soul. It says those words, it says those two words five times over over the course of this prayer, signifying the five parts of the soul. Again, Nefesh, Ruach. Neshama, Chaya, Yechida. In that order, it's from below to above. Like we have in the Gemara of Brachot, which is where that prayer comes from. The five aspects of the soul. There is no existence in all of the worlds whether it's in the upper worlds or in this world, that isn't split into the ten sfirot. What is the ten sfirot? Where they are the four phases and their root. For those for those who don't remember, quick refresher: you have the four phases and their root. The root is ketel. Then phase one is chokhmah. Phase two is Bina, phase three is Zeranpin, which includes Chesed through Yesod, and phase four is Malchut. So why five parts of the soul? It's the four phases and the root, meaning that also we are built from the ten Sfirot, or the four phases and their root. The vessels of the ten sfirot are called Keter Chokhmah Bina, Zaranpin, and Malchut. And the light that goes to them, Nikraim, Yechida, Chaya, Neshama, Ruach, Nefesh. So again, the vessels of the ten sfirot 
are called Ketel, Chokhmah, Binah, Zavanpin, and Malchut, from top to bottom. And then from top to bottom, the lights that are supposed to go into those vessels are called Yechida, which goes to Ketel, Chaya, which goes to Chokhmah, Neshama, which goes to Binah, Ruach, which goes to Zeranpin, and Nefesh, which goes to Malchut. Sheor HaYechida mitlabesh beklid Ketel, the light of Yechida clothes itself in the vessel of Ketel. And the light of Chaya clothes itself in the vessel of Chokhmah. And the, vessel, the light of Neshama clothes itself in the vessel of Binah. And the light of Ruach clothes itself in the vessel of Zeranpin. And the light of Nefesh clothes itself in the vessel of Malchut. So we already know what does it mean, we've talked about this before, what does it mean that a spiritual level is higher or lower than another spiritual level? It's talking about how materialized versus how spiritual it is. The closer something is to the endless, the less materialized, that's higher. The closer it is to our world, the most physical, the more physical it is, that's lower. So what does it mean, ma'ala, that one's higher than the other? It means that one thing is more purified, more spiritual than what we're ever comparing to. Back to the Ari. So when we talk about the ten, the ten circular sfirot, they have all of the following aspects that we've talked about. Light and vessel. And the light is split. To inner light and surrounding light. And the vessel is split. To outer and inner. And it's like this as well. With the, with the direct light or the restraint or the light of the line, in the image of the man that we were talking about, they also have all of these aspects. What does all of that mean? So what do we? What did the Ari mean? What does the Ari mean when he writes? Light and vessel. We just we just talked about it before. The lights are nefesh, ruach, neshama, chaya, and yechida, and the vessels are keter, chokma, bina, zeranpin, and here he calls it nukva, but we can also call it malchut. Inyan itchalkut aruchani u'misibat shinui atzora shnitchachasham. So what does it mean that the lights split? So we already know a general idea that any time we talk about a split. We're talking about a change in form. That's the only way that things separate themselves from each other spiritually. And everything that is higher than something else. That again, this is another general idea we've already talked about. Whatever is higher is more spiritual, less physical. And whatever is lower is more physical. 
through this change in form of the level of physicality, one thing comes out from another, and it's, and it's now made a lower level than it. And we've said that the lights, the light is affected by and comes out of everything that's above it to the below. Meaning what? Every level, every new level that we talk about comes from the level above it. In fact, it is caused by the level above it. So what does that mean? It creates this scenario where it must be that the lower level has to receive its sustenance, has to receive its light through its uppermost, its mo- through the uppermost aspect of this new level. And the upper level that's giving the light has to give it through its lowest level. Why? Because in order for light to be passed from one thing to the other, there needs to be some similarity in form. If things were completely opposite in form, the light wouldn't be able to go from one to the other. There's no connection. So when you have a new level, let's say from Bina to Chesed. You start from Bina, that's, that's higher than Chesed, and then Chesed comes up. So Chesed has to receive the light from Bina from its topmost aspect, from the Keter of Chesed. Why? Because of all the aspects of Chesed, the Keter of Chesed is the closest to Bina. It's the most spiritual. It's the closest, it's the closest to Bina and also the closest to the Ensof of Chesed. And the Bina, to give the light to Chesed, needs the most similar aspect to Chesed that there is in Bina. And what's that? The lowest part. The closest thing to Chesed within Bina is the Malchut, the lowest part of Bina. Ki because the lower and more physical and more rough aspect of the upper level, has some sort of similarity in form. So the, low, the lowest part of the upper level has a similarity in form with the highest part of the lower level. So now we find that the lower the lower level can't receive all of the light that it's supposed to receive. Why? Only a small part. Because it can only receive the light that its most purified, most spiritual vessel can receive. Because that's the only part of it that can receive from the upper level. And the rest of the rest of the entire level, all of the different aspects, can't receive why? Because they're too they're too materialized, they're too physical. They have to stay without the light that is coming to them, without the light that corresponds to them. 
משום שינוי צורתן כלפי העליונה המשפיע להם. Because of this difference in form that they have from the upper level. So we have now this situation where only the top of the lower level receives light and the rest of the level stays empty. ולפיכך, and therefore, נבחן כאן שהאור השייך לתחתון מתחלק לשתי בחינות. The light that's supposed to go to the lower level, to everything below this upper aspect of the lower level that does receive its light, the other nine steps of the Chochmah through the Malchut of this lower level that are staying empty, the light now splits into two. האחד היא השיעור הקטן של האור שמקבל מהעליון בתוך הכלי, היותר עליון שבו. The first aspect is this small piece of light that goes to the highest part of the lower level. ואור זה שמקבל נקרא אור פנימי שבתחתון. This light that it receives is called the inner light of the lower level. השני היא כי כל שיעור האור השייך לבחינות All of the light that is supposed to go to the rest of the lower level, which is which remains empty, and they can't receive it because of their change in form from the upper level, because the difference in form is too large. And all of this measurement of light. that stays with the upper level and does not go down to the lower level is called Or Mekif, surrounding light. And it, why is it called surrounding light? Because it surrounds the lower level. Klomar meaning what? That it shines on it from afar. It's, the light is not clothed within the vessel. It's not that the light enters the lower level. It's shining on it from afar. What does it mean that it's shining on it from afar? It's a lesser form of receiving light. It's not receiving light the way that we're used to talking about, that the light enters the vessel. The light shines on it from afar, which is what we call Ol Makif, surrounding light. מסוגל לזכך את בחינת האביות שבתחתון עד שישתוו צורות כל הבחינות שבתחתון עם צורת העליון ואז יוכל לקבל כל האור השייך לו. What is so, what's special about the surrounding light? Why, is, why does it happen like this? Because through the surrounding light, pay attention to this, this is a beautiful idea. The surrounding light purifies all of the, all of the vessels of the lower level that it's that it's meant for and it elevates them they become less physical they become more spiritual and then once it's finished purifying it they now have the same they now have a similarity in form the same way that the highest aspect of the lower level does and now they all can receive their light and this is called the entrance of the surrounding meaning what? שערות המקיפים נכנסו והתלבשו בכלים של התחתון שנזדככו ונעשו כולם לבחינת אור פנימי. So when this surrounding light finishes its job of purifying 
the vessels of the lower part of the lower level, then they can enter the vessel that's meant for them. And that's what we call the entrance of the surrounding light. Klomal. So that's what we meant when we said the light splits. But what do we mean now that the vessel splits? So we have this light that split. With inner light, which is the small amount of light that the lower level gets at the very top of it. And the surrounding light that first surrounds the lower level from afar and slowly purifies the rest of the lower level until it's ready to receive the light that's coming to it. So now we have two types of receiving within the vessel. We have receiving from within the vessel, the normal way. And now we have receiving from the outside of the vessel. How? The inner light is received to the inner part of the vessel. And this surrounding light that is purifying it from its physicality, from its materialism, the way that this process of surrounding light it purifies the vessel is called that it receives it from the outside of the vessel and that it doesn't, pay attention, that it doesn't get clothed within the vessel. Meaning what? When something spiritually, when we say that something is clothed inside something else, we mean the first way of receiving, that the inner light is received directly by the vessel that it's meant for. But when the light doesn't enter the vessel yet, but it's purifying it and it's surrounding it and shining on it from afar, this is called receiving from the outside, but not clothing the light because the light is not actually entering the vessel yet. And this concept of the separation between inner and outer of the vessel this is through, what are we talking about? What's, what's the inner part of the vessel? What's the outer part of the vessel? He's talking about the, spirit, the level of spirituality versus materialism or physicality of the vessel. Only the most materialized part of the vessel. Is really capable of receiving the inner light. Why? Because as we've said before, the main part of any vessel is phase four, which is also the most materialized part of any vessel. The first three phases. Can't really receive light. Their only reason for existence is that phase four should be revealed. 
ועל כן כל כלי נבחן לפי עצמו, לדלת בחינות שבכלי. Therefore, every vessel is defined by the four phases within it, אשר האור מתקבל בעיקר בבחינת דלת שבו. That the light is received mainly by the, by the fourth phase of the vessel. ועל כן נקראת פנימיות הכלי ותוכיותו ששם שורה השפע. And that's why it's called the inner part of the vessel, and that's where all the light and all the sustenance goes. בגימל בחינות הגורמות רק לגילוי של בחינת דלת שבכלי, and the three phases that only are there to reveal the fourth phase, והן עצמן אינן בנות קבלה, and they themselves don't receive anything, נחשבות כמסובבות את הבחינה דלת מחיצוניותה. They are considered as if they surround the fourth phase on the outside. בדומה, רב אשרק is giving us an example now, לאובי דופן של כלי גשמי. Like the thickness of a, of a physical cup. Meaning what? המחזיק דלת קליפות. So let's say you imagine you have a cup. And it's a hot cup, because whatever's inside is very hot, so you need, you need some layers so that your hands don't burn, right? So we have multiple layers on this vessel. So four, we have four layers. It's one, one around the other. So when you pour something into a cup with multiple layers, which layer is, this, is the part that's actually touching the liquid? The innermost one. It doesn't mean that the others aren't important, but the only one that's actually getting any light, the only physical part of the cup that's getting any liquid, is the innermost one. And the other three layers that create the thickness of the actual cup, are only there to hold the innermost part of the vessel. So that there will be, so that it will be able to handle everything you put in there. If you took a hot cup and you shaved off the outside so that there's only this tiny little thin layer holding hot water, you'd burn your hand. So you need the rest of the cup so that the cup can handle whatever you put in there. But the only part that's actually getting the liquid is the innermost layer. And through this cup metaphor, we can now understand the way it works spiritually. So the main idea of the aspect that holds the sustenance, the light, is the fourth phase of the vessel. And the first three phases, they're there so that the fourth phase can be revealed in all of its power. Until it will be ready to receive, the, to hold the sustenance. But the first three phases themselves don't receive any light. And therefore, they are called the outer part of the vessel in that they do not receive 
the inner light. שבחינה גימל היא חיצוניות לבחינה דלת. So third phase is the outer part of the fourth phase. ובחינה ב' היא חיצוניות לבחינה גימל. And the second phase is the outer part of the third phase. ובחינה א' היא חיצוניות בכולן המסבבת לכולן. And the first phase is the outer part of all of them. ועל כולן יש בחינה חיצונית בלי שום עוביות כלשהי and outside all of them really is this other aspect that's around all of them that has no materialism to it there's no, phys- there's no real physicality שהיא בחינת שורש לכל דלת הבחינות שבכלי that's the root of the four phases in other terms you could call it ketel If the four phases are Chokhmah, Binah, Zeranpin, and Malchut, then this outer layer that doesn't really have any thickness is called Ketel. So this outer part that doesn't really have any thickness is the vessel for the surrounding light. So where does the surrounding light go? What does it shine on from afar? It's talking about this outer idea. of the four phases. Because of this amazing uh, level of spirituality or purification, why is it amazing? Because we're talking about a vessel. The very concept of, of a vessel is that it has some materialism to it. But really, the root of the vessel, being that everything came from the endless, the root of the vessel is actually very close to the endless. It's very close in form to the endless. So there's no real materialism. יכולה לקבל הערת אור מקיף אף על פי שהיא מרחוק. So this outer part of the vessel, five if you, part five of the vessel if you will, is able to receive the surrounding light. ונתבאר, and now we've explained, דבר התחלקות הכלי, what does it mean that the vessel split? אשר הפנימית שבו, that the inner part of the vessel, פירושה בחינה האהבה יותר שבכלי, is the most materialized part of the vessel. That's fourth phase of the vessel. And that's what receives the inner light. And the outer part of the vessel, that's the most spiritualized, spiritual purified part of the vessel. The root of the, which is the root of the vessel. That is what receives the surrounding light from afar. And there's no, don't worry about the question that you might have. What's the question? But we got done saying earlier that Because of the contraction and the masach, the screen, the fourth phase can't receive anything. So how are we saying that now it does? We're only talking about right now, the returning light that goes up from within the fourth phase. So you don't have to, why does that solve a problem? The contraction and the masach apply to the light coming directly from the endless. 
the returning light is just the opposite. It goes from below to above. And I think we're going to end it there because the next part is very complicated. But something I want you to take away from this lesson is that this concept of the surrounding light purifies slowly the rest of the level so that then it can receive the light that's coming to it. I think that just on a practical level, we can learn an idea of patience from here. It's a gift that not everything we want comes to us immediately because we wouldn't be able to handle it. Why doesn't the light go directly to all the vessels in the lower level and we'll be done with it? Because the vessels of the lower level are too different in form from the light. They're not ready to receive. And so we have this concept of the surrounding light of waiting so that we can become closer in form to the creator and receive everything that's coming to us. Have a great week.